Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We are in a season that is known as Advent, traditionally a time when Christians looked forward with anticipation for Christmas. At that time when we look forward to the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're going to be reading through a book written by Christopher Ash called Repeat the Sounding Joy, which is actually a reflection or a devotional reflection taken from Luke's Gospel, chapter 1 and 2. As together, we look forward to the Lord's coming. Thank you and welcome. Luke 2, verse 21. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. Day 18. Jesus. So what is your baby called? When we hear someone has given birth, I guess we have two questions. Here's the first. Is it a boy or a girl? And the moment we say it, we feel uneasy. We know that from the moment of conception, the baby is a boy or a girl. Apart from being human, that is the most fundamental thing about him or her. But then we ask, and what is the baby's name? Because somehow, until the baby has a name, things feel incomplete. Of course, if we are interested, we'll ask, what did she weigh? If we are brave, we'll ask, how was the labor? And if we are foolish, we'll ask, does he have his mother's nose? But the gender and the name are the most important questions. I've never been to a gender reveal party, but I'm told they are all the rage. I read of one recently that was so exuberant that it started a bushfire. At a suitable stage of the pregnancy and after some scans, friends gather around the mother-to-be and the announcement is made, perhaps with blue or pink fireworks for smoke, it's a girl or it's a boy. Many expectant parents choose a name for the baby before she or he is born. Much time is spent perusing lists of possible names, thinking about names in the family, looking at the most and least popular names this year and so on. But one thing is clear. It is the parents who choose the name. Grandparents, uncles, aunts, cousins may have opinions, but if they are wise, they keep them to themselves. Sometimes they ask parents, why they chose a particular name. Perhaps it belonged to a great-grandfather or maybe they just liked it. But imagine a conversation like this. So why did you call him Jesus? Did you and Joseph like the name? Was it in the family? And the answer, we had to call him Jesus whether he liked the name or not. God sent a messenger to tell us that that must be his name. A surprised pause. Oh, so what was that in the last few days after he was born? Was that in the last few days after he was born? And the reply, no. It was before he was even conceived. I have never had a conversation like that. Something similar had happened to the parents of John the Baptist. I can see that in Luke chapter 1 verse 13. But for Jesus, it meant even more. It shows not only that every day of his life was written in God's book, according to Psalm 139, verse 16, it placards before the world that what this name means, Savior, as Matthew 1, 
verse 21 says is what this child will be some names mean things others don't mean much but jesus like joshua in the old testament means savior he came to rescue that's why the eternal son took our human nature upon himself christmas is not about sweetness or feeling good in the middle of winter it is about rescue Christianity is a rescue religion. Jesus came to save lost people, desperately needy people. The angel gave him that name before he was conceived, so there could be no doubt about that. In his great book, The City of God, the 5th century bishop Augustine catalogs at some length the miseries of living as sinners in a world under sin. He also goes to great lengths to speak of God's kindness. Then he writes that there is no escape from this life, quoting other than through the grace of Christ our savior god and lord the very name jesus shows this for it means savior and what he saves us from most of all is a life after this one which is more miserable still an eternal life which is more like death than life end of quote from before that great moment of conception in the womb of the virgin mary It was the determined purpose of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit that the Son should take human nature and be our savior. Every time you say the name Jesus, you can remind yourself of that. And you can sing this song. How sweet the name of Jesus sounds in a believer's ear. It soothes his sores, heals his wounds and drives away his fear. It makes the wounded spirit whole and calms the troubled breast. It is manna to the hungry soul and to the weary rest. DNM, the rock on which I build, my shield and hiding place, my never-failing treasury filled with boundless stores of grace. Jesus, my shepherd, husband, friend, my prophet, priest, and king, my Lord, my life, my way, my end, accept the praise I bring. Weak is the effort of my heart, and called my warmest thought but when i see thee as thou art i'll praise thee as i ought till then i would thy life proclaim with every fleeting breath and may the music of thy name refresh my soul in death let's pray together god our father we thank you for that infinite love which sent your son jesus to take human flesh to be our savior We thank you for that matchless devotion in the heart of the Son who freely came to be our savior. We praise you for the unfathomable power of love in the heart of the Holy Spirit by whose agency the Son took human flesh to be our savior. Give us, we pray, a deep sense of how much we need saving and a correspondingly intense gratitude for Jesus our savior. We ask it in his name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Grace Point Church podcast today. Join us again tomorrow as we continue in this Christmas series of devotions and as we continue to long for our Lord's return. Even so, come Lord Jesus.